Hello, Amanda Smith here. Thank you so much for joining me on another edition of How She Did It. As always, I'm so happy to have you with me, and I know you know what I'm about to say. After this episode is over, before you go, make sure you hit that subscribe button. That way, you can come back and hang out with us each week. So this week's guest has been the head women's basketball coach at Stanford University for now 34 seasons. She's a four-time National Coach of the Year and 15-time Pac-12 Coach of the Year, leading her Cardinal teams to two national championships, 12 NCAA Final Four appearances, 22 Pac-12 regular season titles, 13 Pac-12 tournament championships, and 31 trips to the NCAA tournament. Just to give you some perspective on the kind of legacy we're talking about here, she has more wins to her name than 341 of the country's 349 Division I programs and is just five wins shy of passing legendary coach Pat Summit as the winningest coach in women's college basketball history. Oh, and on top of all of that, she led the 1996 USA women's basketball team to the gold medal. Here is the Hall of Famer, Tara Vanderveer. Hey there, Amanda Smith here with the legend, Tara Vanderveer. It is an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure, Amanda. You are one of the most respected and winningest coaches in college basketball. But I first want to go back to the beginning of your career. When did you know that coaching was something you wanted to pursue? You know, I kind of fell into coaching backwards. Uh, I majored in sociology in college. I went to Indiana, and I, you know, I thought I, I wanted to go to law school, but I wanted to take a year off after college, and I ended up uh, kind of just um, doing a, traveling, and I ran out of money at Christmas, and I went home, and my younger sister, uh, after Christmas, uh, my younger sister was playing on her basketball team in high school, and my dad was like, you're going to go down and help coach that team. And I was not excited at all. Uh, in fact, the team had lost a game the night before, 99 to 11. Uh, so uh, I kind of fought with, you know, kind of uh, argued with my dad about that, but I didn't win that argument. And I really had a great time. I really enjoyed, you know, I loved basketball. I studied basketball all through, I think, honestly, since I was about in the seventh grade. I watched practice. I did a lot, you know, I watched games with a kind of critical eye, and it was really fun. And so that's, you know, then I started working at basketball camps. They had them for girls. Um, and I was able to get my first uh, assistant job as a volunteer uh, in uh, 1970, I think it was 1976, 77. Uh, so I was really excited. Um, it was a long time ago, and things have changed a lot since then, but um, it was, I, I loved it. And once I started it, uh, there was no no looking back. You talk about the changes that there's been throughout this span of time, you know, within the game, whether it's recruiting or just the game itself. When you look at the program you've been able to build at Stanford and the types of recruits you continually get year after year, how have you and your staff continually adapted to what is this ever-changing world of college athletics? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't, you know, people ask me that a lot, and I don't know that 
the quote players change as much as people think. Um, you know, the world around us has changed a lot, but people for the most part seem to be, um, you know, kind of, they're the same people. Like I'll give you, you know, um, of course we have, you know, we have social media now, we have computers now, we have, um, you know, cell phones and everything, but, but players, want the same thing they want to have a great teacher they want to have a great relationship with their teammates and their coaches they want to be uh they they want you to make a difference in their life uh in terms of helping them be a better player um and you know i I think they want the same things in some respect you know but the world is different no doubt about that so our adjustment is to the world more so than to each you know than to coaching the players did you anticipate that your career would elevate to the level it is and that you would have the longevity that you have had? You know, when I started out and I was an assistant coach, um, I had my own JV team. Um, you know, that was back in, uh, I think, 1976, uh, 77. And I, I was just like, I, I loved it. I, I, had, I didn't look, I didn't think, well, someday I'll be 40 or 50 or 60 years old. I, I just enjoyed the moment of coaching the the young players that I worked with. I was I was at Ohio State for two years, and I I loved every minute of it. And then when I was a head coach at Idaho, um, you know, I was a, it was my my very first game. I would never have believed that you know you're going to coach over a thousand you know a thousand more games. You're going to win a thousand games. You know, it was the first game. I was excited about the first game and the second game and the first season and the second season. And then they just they just kind of snowballed, you know, they, they just all of a sudden, you know, you're, you've got 400 wins or you've coached, you know, three different teams. I was at Stanford and you've won, you know, your first Pac-12 championship was also, it was Pac-10 then, but, you know, or Big Ten. Um, and you're like, wow, this is fun. So I never looked at, oh, I'm going to, I never even knew people kept track of basketball games, <laughs> you know, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was there was never anything in my mind where I said, well, I want to, except I will say as a coach, I knew I wanted to have our team win a national championship. And that, um, you know, and then once I had the opportunity to work with the USA basketball, I knew I wanted to coach the Olympics and win a gold medal. And so, you know, having done those two things, I feel like those are the things that I kind of said, all right, let's get this done. But, um, other than that, it's just been great to, you know, get to know young people, to help them hopefully get to a place they can't get by themselves. When you won that first national championship, what was that moment like? You know, um, it was it was incredible. Um, it was it was not so much that we won the championship, but who we won it with. Um, you know, players like Jennifer Azey and Sonia Henning and Trisha Stevens and Val Whiting, they're just great young people. And the staff that we had was like an exceptional staff. Um, you know, we just, we had, we really had so much fun. Um, I really, uh, I, you know, everything about it was just really special. Is there anyone in particular that while you were kind of navigating your journey, you look to as a sort of mentor? Well, I would say probably my parents to begin with because they were, you know, they were both teachers. But, um, you know, I, I went to Indiana and I learned a lot from Coach Knight when I was at Indiana. Um, you know, the women that were, you know, Pat Summit was coach, you know, was coaching and I learned a lot from Pat Summit and 
Jody Conrad was a coach at uh, Texas that, you know, I, I admired uh, and respected. Um, I'm kind of a, I wanna, I'm going to say a copier. So I watch a lot of different coaches. I go to a lot of clinics. I watch a lot of video uh, to learn from other people. So I would say that um, I, I'm, I'm kind of a, a sponge type coach. I really pick up and copy and learn from a lot of other people. So uh, I, I wouldn't say, you know, I would never say that I've done this by myself at all. You are now that person for other coaches. I've talked to, to plenty, and they have named you as someone that they don't just admire, but you have given them great guidance. Why is it important to you to help the next generation of coaches maybe looking to build their own successful program? I, I feel like I'm here for people if they, you know, if they want to. But, um, you know, I, I feel like I've been given so much and I've had so many opportunities from other coaches that, you know, that you that I want to give back if, if that's something that people want. Um, I don't try to tell them this is the only way to do it, but I just say this is what works for me. We could talk about your legacy and what you've given to basketball for hours, and I would love that. But when people hear, you know, Taro Vanderveer, what do you hope that they think of? No one's ever asked me that one before. Let me think for a second. Um, oh, my you know, I just first. I, yeah, it is. Um, well, first of all, it's funny because so many people mispronounce my name. So if they get my name right, um, that's halfway there. But I think that um, mostly that, like, I started coaching, and the very first team I told you, my dad had me coach, was it, I was coaching my sister. And I would want, I would want, people to say I would want to play on her team you know I would want people to say I would like to be a member of that team because you know this is a coach that cares about me as a person that is going to help it's going to be tough with me it's going to help challenge me um, it's going to help me uh, reach my potential uh, and be the best player I can be and that I'm going to have fun playing basketball on this team and um, you know so I think um, you know every day we you know we work hard as a staff and I work hard to um, you know, be a really good coach for each person. And what I learned on the very first team I coached was coaching my sister is that everyone on that team is someone's sister or someone's daughter or someone's cousin. You know, I mean, it's just like, because I, I would go home and my parents would say, well, you know, how did Marie do today? You know, and I would, it just reminded me how, how just, just to make it, the coaching is not just, you know, it's not like pushing buttons or, mechanical it's uh it's very it's very personal well i have this fun little game i've created for us to get to know you a little bit better i okay gone ahead and called it tara sells because i like a good word play <laughs> so i'm gonna put 30 seconds on the clock and then i've got a list of questions and we'll just get through as many as you can all right in 30 seconds all right here we go starting now most memorable win? Uh, maybe uh, beating Arkansas to go to the first Final Four in 1990. Favorite sport that's not basketball? Skiing, water skiing and snow skiing. Most memorable season? Uh, I think it's ahead. Oh, I love that. Okay, you surprised me with that one. Uh, who is someone you always enjoy coaching against? Uh, I'd say Pat Summit. Biggest supporter? My parents. Thank you for being a good sport and participating in this edition of Taratel. We have some great fan questions that people sent in to ask you. Um, so I'd just like to get to a couple of them before our time is over. Okay. 
first up is from Sarah Jean, and she would like to know what do you look for in players besides just being good, and how do you narrow down the choices for who you want to recruit? I think that's a that's the million dollar question when um, you know you're Stanford. Number one is for uh, for me to recruit someone, uh, they have to be very talented, but they have to be a great student. And so that that's really important, you know, looking at their transcript, their classes, their grades, their test scores. Um, so being a great student is really important. Um, and then I also try to look at not just what they can do individually, but how will they fit with the other players that are either on the team already or the other players who are recruiting. And, you know, just try to understand the culture of our team and, you know, will, would they be a fit on all levels? Next up is from Tav. He says, of all your accomplishments, is there one that stands out to you most? Um, you know, uh, the, if um, probably one of the things I'm most proud of is that when uh, one of our players, um, her name is Olympia Scott, when she had her first child, she called me like within an hour of having her baby and was so excited to share that with me. That might be what I would say I would feel is my biggest accomplishment. Um, you know, being someone that's there for players on on the team um, when it's not just about basketball. Whether someone wants to pursue a career in coaching or whatever it may be, from your experience, what have you learned about the importance of relationship building? You know, I think that um, there's a lot of um, insincerity in our world in our world today. You can be anonymous, um, you know, on, um, you know, like Facebook stuff or, you know, social media things. There's a lot of uh, who, who are we really? Um, I think that just being a genu- genuinely caring person uh, and being yourself, um, not, not trying to, um, like recruiting to me um, sometimes builds um, really insincere relationships. But on a, on a team, when you're really working together with your, with your team, um, I think that it's a uh, relationship is two way and it's, you know, people really taking the time to get to know each other. And a lot of times in the world that we live in right now, um, you know, people are so married to their phone. They're always on their phone and that, that can get in the way of really building really positive relationships. So I think that, you know, as coaches and adults, sometimes we have to, you know, have ways where we, um, you know, just spend time with people without, you know, without the, without other distractions. Um, but relationships are, you know, that's what that's what we're missing so much right now during this whole COVID-19. You know, we're isolated and we, you know, so hopefully coming out of this, we'll build, we'll build stronger and better relationships. Like you said, your favorite season is the next. <laughs> <laughs> Who is coming up? I hope it's so. It's coming, right? You and me both. Yep. Uh, our last question comes from Ashley Parmley, and she says, what is one of your favorite coaching memories or stories you could share? Oh my gosh, um, I, I, there's just so many of them. Um, <laughs> it's but a tough I mean, one. honestly, I, I know I have. I mean, I I work with some of the the greatest players. Um, you know, um, I just um, I, I, one of the one of my favorite ones, I guess, is um, uh, a player named Candice Wiggins, who was a four-time All-American at Stanford, and you know, it was kind of an interesting thing. Like she, um, she always, you know, she'd score, um, she'd always just score 30 points. Like she never went above 30 points. 
And so I had been reading this book about uh, Pistol Pete Maravich, who, you know, he was a leading scorer in the country. He averaged, he averaged like over 40 points a game. And so I shared this kind of story and showed Candace this, like his numbers, what he scored like 68 in a game, and all these incredible. And I uh, just said, you know, don't limit yourself to 30. And don't you know that she went out the next, like when we had this big tournament, she she got like 45 or something. It was just like, it was just fun to see, like she, you know, that she really listened and that she took it to heart. And it um, it, it was fun to have her, uh, you know, have have these great games that were, I think, were there the whole time. I love that. Thank you for sharing that story. And thank you guys for sending in your questions this week for Tara. It has been such a treat having you on the show. Like I said, it's it's been an honor. And thank you for continuing to move the game forward. I can't wait to see you and your players hopefully back out on the court soon. Thank you, Amanda. I hope that everyone stays healthy. And it's very, this is a very tough time for everyone. Our team is uh, everyone's home. They're you know doing Zoom classes. They're working out as best they can. But uh, stay healthy, and we'll be back. And uh, we're very excited about our team. We've got a great team coming back next year. We just want to play. Let's get in the gym and practice. So stay well, everyone. For Tara Vanderveer, I'm Amanda Smith. We'll catch you next time on How She Did It. 